0: Well, hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today is episode three, part B, the reframe of pull yourself up by your bootstraps. So, yesterday we talked about the sort of cultural myth of the efficacy of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and the idea that Uh, Doing it all by yourself is a bad strategy for success, and anyone that's ever dented the universe has always enlisted the help of others, but there is a very common thread among entrepreneurs, creative people uh, sometimes people who are just, uh, entrepreneurs, people who work inside of a business that they're just going to do it all themselves. Like my two and a half year old who was like, I'm going to do it and doesn't let me help her do anything. Like, and she just sits there and struggles to put on her pants for 20 minutes, which is good. I like the independence, but sometimes we all need some help. So today is the reframe. And the first reframe, uh, point that I want to make is that, so you're sitting there and you agree with me like, okay, I've been trying to do all this by myself. Enlisting the help of others and persuading them to my sacred mission has not been a priority of mine And now I feel depressed because I'm starting over And the first thing I want you to understand is 99.9% of you already know enough people to get to wherever you want to go It's sort of like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, that's real There's there's a string of connections and relationships from the group of people that you already know uh, that will get you almost anything that you want. And also, once you put yourself uh, into the universe in terms of uh, focusing on these connections, uh, they will show up randomly. It's just how it works. It's synchronicity. It's whatever you want to call it. It's the universe conspiring to help you. Whatever you want to call it, it's real. It happens. Uh, just believe me on this. Uh it's one of the positive things that I've experienced. I, I tell you a lot of landmines that I sit on or sit on. So I can sit on a landmine. That's fine. That I have. Uh, I've probably sat on a few for a while. Uh, that I have. That I have uh, triggered, sat upon, stand on, whatever, to avoid them. But I also have some positive things that have happened as a result of these strategies. And the universe will send you people. Okay. Uh, you just have to be aware of it. So don't fret. You already have all the resources that you want. All right. So then, what's your mindset? Well. I am a human being, and so some days I feel altruistic, and some days I feel selfish, and so whenever I'm trying to adopt a strategy, I make sure that I put forth something that satisfies both of those uh, those feelings, both of those times that I feel that way. So. From an altruistic standpoint, all the great religions say you should treat your neighbor as you treat yourself, basically, is that you should treat others as if we're all the same. You know, if you hurt someone else, you're hurting yourself. You, you should, the golden rule, all, all the great traditions basically say treat other people like you would like to be treated in some, fa- some manner, all right? So that's sort of the altruistic moral reason to do it. The uh, But when you're selfish, it's actually uh, the most the best strategy that you can have over time, all right? There's this concept of an iterated game theory over time where it's very simple. It's when you do something, you want to make sure that it works now, but you also want to make sure that it works repeatedly over time for your future self and for others. So it's the idea of game theory is that you want to be able to participate in the game now, but also have people want to participate in with you later. So an example of people who don't do this is psychopaths, right? Like. If you're a psychopath, you're probably not listening to this because you know everything already and you're narcissistic and you don't care about listening to what anyone else has to say. So I'm not worried about offending a psychopath, but psychopaths basically they'll move into a network of people or a network of an organization. They'll manipulate and dominate everyone uh, to get what they want. Then they get found out and then they have to move to another community community organization group of people network whatever and they just keep moving as they get found out right well that's uh, that takes a lot of uh, first of all it's it's bad from an altruistic you know moral sense but second of all it's a bad strategy because there's a lot of startup costs everywhere that you go It, it, it takes a lot to create things not as much to maintain things so that's the whole idea of an iterated game over time is that's why you want to be a good sport right you, you want to win the game today but you also want people to play with you later i'll give you an example uh, i used to be a terrible sport at basketball i used to uh i'm six four and a half as i've said and i would always have to play the center i'd always have to be in the middle so no matter how big the other guy was the biggest guy i ever played was like seven feet two inches tall right um i would have to cover the rim and protect the rim and and I used to have some manner of hops or whatever but I whenever someone would come behind me and I wouldn't get help and then there were like a layup would happen behind me or I would have to switch to help and then my guy would score I would get so pissed because I took it personal that that guy scored and that I took it personal that my teammate didn't help me and I would yell at my teammates right so that may make them want to cover the guy in that specific game but in their head, they're like, I don't want to play with that guy anymore. And it, it made it so that people wouldn't want to play with me as much later. So it's not a successful strategy, right? So instead, you should do um, uh, you should do uh, behaviors in, in sports that make people want to keep playing with you. So uh, for the example, here's a really good example This just happened this weekend. The Eagles were playing the Saints, and Alshon Jeffrey dropped a pass he should have caught as the Eagles were driving to win the game. All right? Nick Foles going to be another magical season. So Alshon Jeffries was devastated that he dropped the, the pass that he should have caught. Nick Foles came over to him and said, don't worry about it. And the coach came over to him, and I don't know what the coach said, but you could see that the coach was consoling him. didn't yell at him. That's, like, amazing coaching. Like That is so smart because every player on that team sees that, as well as Alshon Jeffries, and they're all like, I want to play for that guy. All right? So this coach... Put down his feelings or suppressed his feelings or push them down what he felt. I'm sure he was like, curses, 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 Alshon Jeffrey, you just ruined my season. Curses, curses, curses. That's a natural human reaction, but he didn't do that. He was a, he was a, that's why he's, that's why he's elite. That's why he's, has one of the 32 jobs that's are of an NFL coach, okay? So you want to do that with regards to your relationship and connections with other people is that you want to make sure that you reframe it as I want to treat others like I treat myself Um, I want to be, you know, give value to others, one, because it's the right thing to do. But on the days that I feel selfish, it's actually an iterated game that's in my best interest. And what you'll find and what I find really fascinating, and this isn't a religious discussion, but if you can get enough perspective, almost always the moral thing to do that religion tells us to do is the correct thing to do selfishly it's really interesting. So, uh, you, if you get enough perspective on something, the, if you follow the sort of the moral rules, uh, they almost support by perspective from some of these inter- overall game theory issues. It almost is always the best thing for you to do anyway. That's why they're the rules. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they're the rules are constructed so that you can live the best over time. Now, you can quibble with, well, it's modern times and these apply and these don't apply. I'm not getting into that. I'm talking about the general sense of these rules exist for a reason, because that's how the universe works. If you put yourself and there's a I'm really excited about a topic where we're, we're going to talk a, in, a, in a few weeks about why inequality is good uh, and that's a little tease for you but it's it's there are certain ways that the universe works that if you follow them you actually it's not a one to one ratio it's an exponential return for you and so that's why the rules are there is not because it's some onerous um, onerous thing that you have to do it's because it's actually good for you and so so that's the issue with basically that, you know, you always want to try to find, okay, an altruistic reason and a selfish reason are usually the same thing. So um, we want to treat others like we, t- we want to be treated ourselves and we're establishing these relationships. We don't want to be a psychopath and move from location to location or even like go down that, the, the spectrum towards psychopath. We want to give value to people because it's the right thing to do, but it's also it's in our best interest. And then um, the other issue too is that this is going to take patience. All right, you're going to I'm reframing you into that. This is going to take time. So if you are um, depending upon this shift to connections and and I'm not going to call it networking because networking is dumb going to an event where other people are going to an event and giving your business card to someone and they give you your business card and you're expecting that something's going to happen from that in that manner almost never works for two reasons one the person that's giving you their business card is not operating from the frame that I just told you they're operating from a okay if this person does something for me I will do something for them 90% of the time because this frame that we're talking about uh, is an elite frame okay the idea is that I'm going to give value to every single person in my life I'm going to give value to every business associate. I'm going to leave people better than I found them. I'm going to leave money on the table to make sure that everyone wins in these deals is a very, very small minority of people that do that. And so you have to be aware of that and not surprised when people don't act the same way that you do because the return that you get from that strategy is almost always from the side, okay? It's very rarely do you help someone, and then they reciprocate back, and it's a one-to-one back. It's, the universe always delivers it to the side. And then again, this is an example that you're just going to have to trust me on this, And but you have to have patience, okay? you have. It's the same thing with the grand gesture that we talked about last week, is that you have to you just realize that it's part of the process, and the results that you get, both good and bad, are going to be just part of the process, and that it t- you have to have patience. And... Think of it like when you plant a seed, right? Like a little seedling comes up and it's very fragile. And if you try to, to yank at it right away, then it just pulls right out and you got to start over. Okay? You've gotta, You've got to nurse it and protect it and be patient. And it will grow into a tree that can't be pulled out of the ground, but it takes time. And so if you're depending upon this new strategy to pay your bills right now, go get a job. Because this new strategy is not going to pay your bills right now. You need something that's going to give you six months, seven months, eight months, nine months of time of doing this with no return. But then once you get sort of that flywheel going, it never stops. As long as you keep feeding every, feeding value for everyone. But it takes patience. And most people are unwilling to do that because, one, it takes a leap of faith that, hey, this is going to work. Two, it takes patience. because And people are very, very impatient. They want everything right now. But... The reason why, you know, the whole purpose of Clear the Field is to create space for people to be able to get what they want. Well, part of that space is creating a network around you to support you so that you don't have to do everything yourself. And that compresses time and leverages the networks of other people, but it doesn't leverage it in a way of that it's manipulative. It leverages in a way that people are like, no, I want to help you. And the reason why they want to help you is because you're always adding value. And then you start to find people who are in alignment with your mission right like my ultimate mission my unicorn mission is to help creative people move towards their creative power if you think about a triangle that's the tip of the triangle for me right but i can't get there right away in my opinion i have to help as many people as i possibly can with clear the field and those people will start to show up down the down the road some of them may show up right away some of them may not show up for three years right but i know that if i help as many people you know, create a space for them to get what they want, then then I can start to move into, you know, creating that support system, I can start to move into helping creative people move move towards their creative power. And and both of those are meaningful to me, helping, you know, people basically just start to to learn how to do this process for themselves and then to learn how to, to do the flywheel and then and then sort of become independent with the process and kind of go their own way. That really is important to me. And but it's also from a selfish perspective My ultimate goal five years from now is to be working 100% with creative people, you know, helping them create and and teaching them these lessons so that so that they're able to sort of navigate both the the universe and, you know, the the order of the universe and the chaos. But that's I'm digressing on that. But but I know for I just know for a fact that I have to help. That's too small of a group of people. Right. There may be like four people like that that I'm going to help. I have no idea. But the the, I need to help a, a large group of people do the same thing for them because. Improving your life is a creative act. Changing your life is a creative act. So it's the same thing. It's just I want to eventually get to specifically people who are creating art. right? But the only way that I get there is to go through this process. And that takes patience. And I'm willing to put in if it's 10 years, it's 10 years. Because because the the, the skills of what I'm teaching people are exactly the same. The clear the field process is exactly the same. And by the time that I get there five years from now or 10 years from now, I'm going to be a lot better at it than I am now. Because I'll have been doing the, the reset, reframe, restart review process over and over and over again and I will be better and more clear on what I'm doing five years from now than I am today and so when that unicorn that I want to help comes in that that like um super creative person who needs to be you know needs to kind of has a wild horse for a brain and needs a little help on, on putting a you know putting a little fence around it so they can create um I'll be ready for that person and then um but that's going to take a lot of work and and that's going to take a lot of time but along the way um, there's a ton of people that this can be helpful for and it's just a different type of creation and that's what i'm excited about because seeing people improve their lives seeing people be able to orient themselves upward right Uh, orient themselves towards something they want to achieve is exciting because if you don't have a way to do that inevitably you'll start to point downward you'll start to become frustrated, upset, you know, you will, you'll you you will maybe do alternate, you know, bad habits to adjust for the reason why you feel the way that you feel and, and and then you kind of go you're either expanding or contracting. And there's no neutral. Life doesn't let you do that. There's no there's no there's no neutral in the universe. There's always you know every garden has weeds that must be picked. Every field must be tilled every season. And um, if I can help people point upward and move towards what they want, that's an act of creation as well. And so that satisfies my sacred mission of helping people move towards their creative power. It's just a different area or arena that I'm working in. Um, and so that takes patience. And so I have to practice what, I, what I'm what i trying to tell you, and I'm willing to put in that time because that's what it takes. And you should be willing to put in that time for what you want to do, whatever your sacred mission is. And so the reframe on this to kind of summarize is that you already know everyone that you need to know, and if you don't, the universe will give it to you you need to add as much value as you possibly can to everyone around you for the next six months with no expectation of any return and uh, you want to think about this as an iterated game over time that that when you deal with people the dealing with them is good for you now and it's good for the person that you're going to be two years from now and then also good for them so because it's in your best interest selfishly and it's also the right thing to do and again with enough perspective those things are almost always the same so That basically concludes the reframe for pull you up by your bootstraps. And remember, there is no end if you stay on the path.